a priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. Welcome to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. Uh, Once again, you're listening to Father Sean and Nolan doing a mini episode. Uh, This this one, I think... um, I'm very nervous that it's going to be offensive in some kind of way. Is that is that is that, is that at all one of your fears? It's not no because it's not my intention at all. I think. Yeah, but the road to hell was paved with good intentions, right? Oh, that that's for sure. Um, at least the road to purgatory. So. What do you, what's, what's that mean? At least the road I, to purgatory. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I was talking about purgatory with some kids today, so it's on my mind. <laughs> So uh, the reason why I'm a little nervous is because we're interested in talking about, um, I guess, mass, weird things that happen in mass, but especially weird things that happen um, when you're trying to give out communion. Is that an accurate description? I would say so. I I mean, this is like a topic I've talked about for years with with people, just because the reality of it is funny stuff happens on on the communion line. Yeah, and and in mass in general, there's there's always some awkward. Everyone has their awkward mass stories. So, yeah, I, well, every, yeah, I, I, well, I don't. I, I, some of those, you probably know that better than anybody, Father Sean. Yeah, and some of those I would prefer not to say anything about. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't say them, say them if if they're gonna hurt feelings. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess not. I, <laughs> but so I think. Well, use your best judgment. We can we can open up with uh, why this topic came up. Would you like to explain that? Sure. Well, we were uh, you and I were uh, recently on a retreat for prospective uh, youth ministers at the uh, various Catholic high schools on the island, and um, Eucharistic was, ministers, not youth ministers. Did I say youth ministers? I think okay. so. No, I think I did. Yeah, specifically. So I should have said extraordinary ministers of Holy Communion, and that would have just alleviated all that. Right. But we're talking about EMs, EMEs, EMHCs, however you like to uh, to phrase it. Yeah, whatever your terminal, whatever is your preferred nomenclature. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we um we were on this retreat, and um you know it came up the topic of like, well, what do you do in this situation? What happens if this person says thank you instead of amen? <laughs> or what happens if uh, if somebody doesn't um eat the uh eat the host? It's like, what do you do? So with that, it always comes up some some funny like stories that that people have and and circumstances that people can come up with that they've seen happen. I think when. The, I, and just in case he doesn't want us to mention his name, we won't mention his name. But it was myself and another priest that were uh, running this retreat. And he, I was in charge of, like, the theology, and he was in charge of the practical stuff. Mm-hmm. And he told this story that I just couldn't help start laughing because of the way he said it. And he was telling this story about what to do if a host falls on the floor. And he said, if a host falls on the floor, you pick it up. And you consume it. And if you're uncomfortable with doing that, you could put it underneath on your hand underneath the ciborium and then put it into the, the little bowl that's called the ablution cup, which is a little cup of water that's near the tabernacle so that the host can dissolve. And then 
When the host dissolves, you pour the dissolved host down the sacrarium, which is the special sink in the sacristy that goes right into the ground. That's for all the people who are going to have no idea what I was talking about. So, boom. Now you've been yeah. informed and educated. But anyway, so he, he said that he was in Haiti and he dropped the host on the floor and had to pick it up and there was dirt on it. And like the kids are kind of squeaming. And then one kid raises his hand. He goes, did you wipe the dirt off? And the priest looks at him and goes, no. And then just keeps going. And then I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. Just the way he was like, no, no. Yeah. And then you said, good, good, good. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I but I almost say, felt what, like what did I say? I almost felt like that's what you should. That's what he basically said was good. Yeah, good. You just eat the host, okay? Yeah. No, it, it, and no, he didn't mean it. I know he he was he was uh, admirably like you know saying it to to kind of get across the point that this is Jesus. Right. This is, right. Don't. This is our Lord and Savior. Yeah. You don't think twice about yeah, it. Don't worry about um, the dirt. Just do it. Don't worry about the dirt. But it was almost like, you know, to say like, no, in fact, you rub some more dirt on it. <laughs> Cover it in dirt. Need it. It's good for you. <laughs> dirt never so, killed anybody except for the times but that's, that it did. That's, that's just my feeble mind. <laughs> but that, when you said that, when you were like, oh, no, I put more dirt on it. What are you talking about? I put more dirt on it. I just, the way you said it, was just, I just imagined it in his voice. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, talking I know to, someone about the, the pave way to hell. But. Yeah, that's right. I, I know somebody that converted because he saw a woman spit out a host and the priest consume it after the woman spit it out. Yeah. He became Catholic because of that. I feel like that's a high standard for me. to. It was not me. I'm not trying to take credit for that. But I feel like no. that's how I couldn't. I don't know if I could live up to that standard. No, it's 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 true. I mean, I have eaten hosts off the floor before because I've been a Eucharistic minister for a long time now. Um, but never like there was never a time where there was like visibly like it was it was it would not, you know, taste like you would you would expect it to taste or would, um you know, really like looked bad. It, it was just, you know, a matter of the five second rule. So one time I was at uh, Fordham University doing a wedding. And the chalice, it, it, I couldn't quite tell if there was like a big piece of like fuzz in the chalice <laughs> or it was the way that the light was set up. Like, cause you know, like when a light hits a certain part of the chalice, it might reflect in a weird kind of way. Mm-hmm. So I was like trying to see, is it, and then I was thinking like, all right, if I drink everything but the fuzz, what do I do with the fuzz? Cause the fuzz is soaked in the blood of Christ. Right. So I was like, I'm like looking at this thing and I'm like, what am I going to do? You got to eat that. I buzz. know. And I just closed my eyes and I drank the precious Down blood. Down the hatch. And I just said, I don't know. Even like to this day, I'm not sure if it was fuzz or not. Uh, fuzz would, would be uh, not too bad, actually. But it wasn't like, it's it wasn't like, fu- it could have been mold or something like that. Right. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but it was, it was big. And it was fuzzy. It was about the size of a dime. Well, you know what? You know what gets me all the time is so as a Eucharistic minister, you go up and you receive um, communion first. And um, you know, typically when I receive communion, I always receive on my tongue, except when I'm an, when I'm uh, distributing the, the 
Holy Communion myself, which probably is a stupid thing in its of, of itself, but it's one of my little ticks. I just naturally, for some reason, when I'm about the altar, I, I make the throne with my hands and I and I take communion in the hand. But it, usually, the priest gives you a fractured piece of of uh, the host, and so it never fails. There's always one little particle that I notice on my hand after I receive it myself. And like is still there, and I always always left with the conundrum: What do I do? Do I try to pick this little particle up with my two fingers and risk dropping it, or I just stick my tongue and lick my hand? And then while everyone's watching, and I'm just about to you know distribute the communion to them, and I've just licked my own hand. <laughs> this is the kinds of thoughts that go on in my head. Well, so why don't honest, you just receive on your tongue, man? Because I, I, I don't remember. <laughs> That, that's literally the reason. Like I always like put out my, like he puts it, the host in my hand. And I'm like, darn it, I forgot again. Like in my head, I'm like, but when I go up on the communion line, it's so natural for me to receive on the tongue. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how crazy am I for this? Uh you're you're at least at seven and a half. Okay, okay, I've, I've been worse. I've been crazier before. Yeah, so. I mean, like, because I feel like that you're not thinking in the heat of the moment. If you had some kind of if you had a more logical reason for doing this, in at least in your head, not an actual logical reason, but a, a more logical right. reason in your own head for doing this, then I'd say, uh, yeah, you're, you're crazy. But because it's okay. just you can recognize that it's illogical, it knocks down the crazy by a whole point, in my opinion. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad I asked. Thanks. <laughs> I'll work on it, Father. <laughs> but... But you know, I, honestly, like over the years as a, as an EM, and I'm sure you were you an EM before you were a priest. I don't know if I ever was like officially, but yes, I did give out communion before I was a priest. Well, regardless, I'm sure you've you've seen all kinds of things on the communion line. Oh yeah, I well, there's there's the pincher, there's the biter, there's the liquor, all these. Yeah, people. I had I had quite a few interesting characters, um, none of which I even knew by name. So. Um, you know, I couldn't even tell you their names if I wanted to. But uh, a couple people that in my old parish who, you know, we had one guy that would uh, would come up to a communion like it was a drug deal, <laughs> and so he would he would look both ways and then like point to his hand and like you know like put it right here. And it was like real like suspicious. <laughs> but uh, there was that guy, and then uh, there was always a couple people that said thank you um, instead of amen. <laughs> To which I would say, you're yeah. welcome. You do say you're welcome? No, I don't. Oh, I'm okay. I was going to say, I, I wouldn't recommend that. Happen. No, I don't do that. <laughs> I. You almost didn't catch it real quick. Well, I, no, I, I heard it, and then I was thinking, like, oh, should I be saying you're welcome? And then I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I even doubting myself? <laughs> See, you, but you don't have the experience of funerals. So, no, like, I. Not at all. I I make several announcements before uh, communion at a funeral about how if you're not Catholic, what to do and all this other stuff. And then I, I say, please consume the host right away because I've had a ton of people walk away with the host. They still yeah. don't always consume right away, even when I say that. But a, a few, I guess maybe it might have even been a year ago at this point, I I. This woman came up, and I had said, if you're not Catholic, you know, I kind of, well, anyway, I won't get into all that, but 
clearly she wasn't Catholic and she came up, but I didn't know. So I gave her communion. She looked like she knew what she was doing and she walked away. And then she kept walking away. So I stopped and I went after her in a very gentle kind of way. I tapped her on the shoulder and said, you need to consume that. And then she looked at me and said, oh, okay, and then consumed the host. Um, sometimes if it's a kid, I say, can I see that? And then when they hand it to me, I consume it, which has made one girl cry. <laughs> that was on Christmas. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, <laughs> the, I'll get wow. to that one in a second. I'm getting ahead of myself. So this lady comes up to me after and says she had a dream that God tapped her on the shoulder, and then this happened today. And I wanted to say, lady, I'm not God, but you just received him. And, but you don't get that. But on, on Christmas, right. this girl receives from uh, the EM and starts walking away. And the EM didn't pick up on it. So I went after her and I said, can I see that? And she said, yes. And she hands it to me and then I consumed it. So she got back, she got back online. And I told the Eucharistic minister, don't give her communion. And her father was like, but she received first communion. I said, no, 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 no. She can't receive communion. And the girl started to cry. Oh. And I, don't, I mean, it was like, this was my first Christmas as a priest, too. And it was just mayhem. And it was. And that was their last Christmas going to Mass. Yeah, no, well, they, the guy came up to me <laughs> after. And he said, Father, you know, she received first communion. And I said, I'm not denying that. But she walked away with the host, and I had to stop her because she didn't consume the host. And he, and he looked at her and goes, did you do that? And she goes, yeah. And he, and he looked at me and goes, I'm sorry, that'll never happen again. And then they left. <laughs> well, that was a crisis averted. I know. Or when the one guy I, at another funeral, I, he came up and he said, I'm not Catholic. Um, what did he say? He said, I'm not Catholic, but I believe in Jesus Christ. And I said, very good, sir. And I just kind of like pointed him to keep going. Oh, man, that's awkward. Yeah. I, it, it, I've had one other awkward experience I've had. So obviously, um, you know, it, the protocol for, for non-ordained Eucharistic <laughs> ministers is to, you know, give out communion. And you, you kind of, you know, you, you don't put anyone through a, a litmus test or anything, but, you know, you just kind of trust that uh that people are being honest when they come up but um for kids who um you know are obvious that they don't receive you know you're you're not a priest so you don't you're not necessarily giving a blessing but you can say like maybe like a a little prayer for them or you know put your your hand on their their shoulder and just you know i usually just say like something like i'll pray for you or god bless you or something and um i've had parents come up with their kids and like keep their kid in front of me like beyond my saying god bless you like waiting for me to like give some kind of blessing to their kid and i'm finally like um you can go to the priest for that after mass if you like <laughs> that's always an awkward one now let me ask you this before we wrap it up um just because this is a, this this was something i noticed at that retreat the other day why do we as catholics so often in the middle of mass like ha like collectively have a brain fart and forget to like kneel down or forget to stand back up at some point and it happened I, I say this because it happened the other day i knelt down i want to say after the lamb of god and everybody is still standing up and there's kids looking at me like and i'm i'm like i'm nodding like yes it's okay to kneel down too and 
they didn't. They were so nervous about, like, they didn't want to be like like me, the only one in the place kneeling down. But, like, that's happened at Daily Mass for me. Like, what is what is up with that? Why I've been trying to figure that out, too. But I one of the things that it, I've come to the realization is that I, I'm not really even sure that anyone knows when you're supposed to. I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I know. And you clearly know, but I'm like, because like, here's a perfect example. The Gloria, right? I have that prayer memorized. Except if I have to do it by myself. I can only say that prayer when everyone else is saying it. Right. But kneeling and sitting. I I have trouble saying it when it's not sung, actually. All right. So there you go. But I... Well, that's like the our Father in Latin. I can only say it if I sing it. I can't just, but that's neither here nor there, because people are so used to doing it all together that they're always just, they just do it when everyone else does it, so they don't even think about it. Right. Yeah, I, I think the other thing is that, like, so we all have our moments where like we we zone out, like in in mass. I mean, we're human. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, we, we have our moments where we get distracted, we're thinking of something else, and certainly some days are worse than others with right. that. But, um, but like, I, when I when I zone out, when I am kind of zoned out and I, like, hear the prayers, like, I just kind of naturally, from years of going to Mass, know, okay, now, you know, I should be kneeling right now, or now I should be standing or sitting or whatever right. it is. And... Um, but yeah, I guess for some people, like I guess it just doesn't just doesn't click the same way. Well, I, I think you're also intentional about it, and you probably go to mass more than once a week. I also know I'm going to make an idiot of myself at some point during the day, so I don't mind sitting or standing or kneeling. We're supposed to be doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that self conscious. <laughs> that's a good. I mean, I guess that's really the real reason. Yeah, you've got it under control. It, yeah, I get. I suppose. I don't know. It's just it's that that provides one of like the most awkward moments when you're like in a face off with the person next to you and you're kneeling and they're standing and it's like which one of us is right? Well, let me ask you this question: Have okay. you ever not did the right thing because nobody else was, um, and like you didn't want to make them feel bad or something like that? Probably not recently, but there's definitely there have definitely been times where I'm like in my head. Yeah, I would say I would say yes. Like, I know I'm supposed to be uh, kneeling now, but everyone else is still standing, so I'm not going to be that guy. Probably more the other way around, because it's more embarrassing to be the only one. That's standing. what I was just gonna say. Because if you kneel yeah. when people are standing, they're not really paying attention, and only like the row behind you and the person next to you can see. Yeah. But if you're, if you're, my dad does that. It's really funny. We were at a mass and it was like not a lot of re, like regular church goers there. And like, um, it was a part where you're supposed to stand. And then at the preface, right, right, bef- right at the, wait, what? Now, hold on. Uh, and now I'm right after the, uh, the, um, blessed are you Lord God of all creation. I can't, I'm I'm drawing a blank about what, but that part of the mass, and it's then you know it's um, may the Lord accept our sacrifice, you know that part, and then 
everyone says their part and they stand as they say that. My dad yes. stands up. And no, and then I go to stand, and then like no one else did, so I was like that, like in between, like I didn't commit, and then I like kind of like never really, and he just stood there. He stood his ground, <laughs> and I don't know if I was and, embarrassed and, or proud or a mixture of both. Yeah, <laughs> you, but you just you let him have his moment of awkwardness by himself. He, but he looked he like he was like I just saved. He had this like face like he just saved the world. No, I've been there too. Like it does, it does feel kind of good. Not, not, not legitimately not to be like, oh, I'm right and you're all wrong. But I got this guy's follow me. I'll take you to the promised land. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) this is the way we pray right now. And Um, it starts right now. It starts right now. I, I I had just thought of one other, um, totally awkward moment in church. Oh, I know when uh when you when mass part is to be sung. And and you accidentally say it, like if the the amen is it the great yeah amen? yeah yeah, not the final the amen, amen. That's is, something else. That's something entirely different. <laughs> um, equally awesome, but um, when the great amen is sung, which is not all the time, you know. But like you jump in with the amen ahead of the 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 music right. starting. That's always embarrassing. <laughs> I can just picture you doing it too. Oh, I do it on the daily. It's crazy. Well, so there's the part in the preface where you usually say through Christ our Lord, but that's like the only part in Mass where no one's supposed to say amen. Mm -hmm. And it drives me crazy because like it only drives me crazy because our teacher told us this is going to happen. And I was like, all right. So now when it happens, it like drives me crazy. That and like, I'm not like mad like at people. You sa- like you saying amen? No, or, no, no, like the other people. Like so, I'm like through Christ our Lord, who through whom all good things. And then it like it keeps going. You know what I mean? So you say through Christ our Lord, and right. people go amen. And usually like just a couple people, because most people just don't. But every once in a while, someone does. I was at mass and I was con celebrating, and it was like a. I, I was with a lot of priests, so like no lay people would have heard me. <laughs> but I, I it was like that it was during the preface and the, the the bishop was like through Christ our Lord I went amen and I'm like no no you didn't no and I said it really oh. loud and I was like I'm doing the thing the very thing that I hate <laughs> I am the thing I hate <laughs> I've become the very thing I hate oh man, oh, man. it's humbling yeah I feel like on a separate note this this could probably be like every mini episode could be us talking about weird things that have happened at mass. Oh my gosh, absolutely! I have at least a year's worth of awkward mass stories. Yeah, I mean, like every day, usually something weird happens. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. It's 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 God's work in human That's hands. Right. So there's always going to be awkwardness thrown. Now in there. I have a guy that feels the need on the communion line to give me some kind of message every time he receives communion. <laughs> okay like like what kind of message like that homily was interesting like divinely yeah, no 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 like that homily <laughs> was interesting or um uh did you call your mom today like stuff like that really yeah. is he trying to be funny i don't know what he's trying to do he, i don't know but you're like this is not the best time to ever come no not not now Liter- literally almost any other yeah, time yeah basically 
What about the guy who comes up for communion and can't make his mind whether he wants to receive on the tongue? Then the he hand? gets he then communion's going on his tongue. If you don't know what you did, <laughs> yeah, I I was kind of like, and chances are you get licked. Yeah, I always like. There's this one guy who <laughs> bites my fingers. He bites my fingers. <laughs> Uh, Every time, well, he, I mean, fantastic. he doesn't like bite. It. I shouldn't say that he doesn't bite it with his teeth, but he like, I hold out my hand and he he puts his mouth over my fingers to receive communion. He doesn't stick out his tongue. Yeah. It's like a, you can't see me doing it, unless you watch the podcast. Right. If you're watching the podcast, then you can see me do it. But for those who are just listening, sorry. <laughs> Don't confuse people. If you're looking to think there's a video, <laughs> well, technically there is because we record it via Google Hangout, but that's always on private, so that yeah. you can't watch it because you, then you can't hear the things that okay. we cut out. That's right. But oh, it's scandalous! Woo! Shooky the <laughs> quack quack. Well, that's all I know. Got. This no, me too. But I'll just add that like. I bet you I bet you we could do an episode of people writing in their awkward funny math stories too. Yeah, our on our Facebook page is our email. So if you have a funny or awkward math story, feel free to email us. We may never say it on air, but feel free to email us nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, no, it could be it could be a mini episode at some point if if they build up. Yeah. Maybe. 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 It's got to go through the litmus test. That's right. <laughs> well, that's all I've got for you. Uh, I'm an, even though my brother makes fun of me, and even though I keep saying that, God bless everybody who listened. And you got anything that you want to say, Nolan? Nope. Have a great day. That's something. That is true. All right, I take that back. I have nothing. That's it, right? You've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. See you next time.